Greetings, radio and podcast family. Welcome to another edition of the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary, my lovely wife, Elder JC. You know, we by now gotta know we're a faith talk show sharing the good news with you. Elder JC and I could not leave this subject complacency without an ending. Yes. To how we as believers sometimes become too complacent in our walk with the Almighty. We discussed last week the legality of when we know God meets our needs that it is not enough. How may we seek Him if we are not open to honoring Him as Lord over our lives? Of course, the morality issue pinpoints to taking control over our own lives like the leads left in the making of the wine. That gunky stuff. Yuck. Ooh, that's after the wine yeah, settles. Settlement, yeah. you know, it goes down to the bottom. Remember, we talked about itchy ears. My ears are itching. Oh, God. In 2 Timothy 4, 3 through 4. And it says, for the time will come when they will not endure Sound doctrine, listen up, ladies and gentlemen, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will in turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. We replace Jehovah's rules, laws, and holy days with making ourselves content and finding our perfect balance, not the Almighty's perfect balance in our lives with Him. This is Satan, that deceiver's job, to move us away from the Almighty. What an opening. Praise God. All right. Greetings, radio and podcast family. Pastor, you are so right. Mm. Let's see if we may get a conversation going on complacency. Audience, mm. we're looking for those questions from you. What it looks like to you. Do you know whether you fit into this category? Or are you accepting or ex- doing acceptance of the status quo. You know that feeling of being satisfied with how things are. Are you satisfied? And not wanting to try to make them better because you know uh, we're all a little bit afraid, or are we, of that cancel culture. Oh, Mm, So if we don't match up with what someone uh, disagrees with me, if I don't change my opinion, then they'll change uh, their opinion of me and you know, basically harm you. I mean, they're ruining reputations. People can't find jobs. The list goes on. But, you know, I said before, Mm. my God gives me not the spirit of fear, but a power and love and a sound mind. Keep me straight, Father. Mm -hmm. This is how Webster defines complacency. You convince yourself that everything is good, You reach a point of satisfaction in which you're comfortable with your faith, just the way it is, and do not feel the need to move any further towards pleasing God, because you know why? You're pleasing yourself, and getting out of, and we don't want to get out of our comfort zone, because you know how it is when we're in that place, we're comfortable, we don't want to do anything, well, we have lost the battle. And have been deceived by the enemy. And you know his name, Satan, the devil, Lucifer. He's called a lot of things too, but he is not God. 
complacency is the most dangerous place we can be. Where we become, Pastor said it, lazy. Yeah. This is where we become lukewarm. And you know what Yeshua says about lukewarm people. Uh-oh. He spews them out of his mouth. And this is where we are deceived. So, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to have to pick a side. Yeah, especially a pastor in Alberta province in mm-hmm. Canada was arrested because he held a church service. Not only was he arrested, but they put him in a Canadian maximum security cell. I didn't get that. By himself in in um, the worst place where the worst criminals are sitting. This is where this pastor is. Because he opened up his doors. Now, he did break the law because they said... You know, you should not uh, have they church did. services. But when you have a calling on your life, uh, when you believe that, you know, you are are serving the Almighty directly, sometimes you are going to go against the grain. But to have the consequence of, of being, being thrown in a maximum security, security, I mean, that would drive me bananas. But the reason why he's there is because they're really trying to break his spirit. But he refuses to sign the paper that says he did wrong. And, you know, I hate to say it. He is siding with Yeshua and he is the almighty. And, you know, he was a troublemaker, too, according to the cancel culture. Oh, God, you know, (laughs) if it's happened, don't be surprised that, you know, just because it happened to him, does not mean that it cannot happen to you. Correct. Uh, we see it going on right now in our community. Uh, you know, the community of the United States, where you know you have Supreme Courts ruling this and ruling that, or you not know, ruling or, at all. And I'm still surprised that they refuse to uh, rule on some of the election claims that have been brought forth by various types of people, state legislators from Pennsylvania through Arizona. And all I know is that we saw a truck of a truck of um, shredding, shredding, a shredded truck uh, pulled up in the back of an election site and started in Atlanta, shredding. I'm calling it out. <laughs> and uh, suitcases being brought underneath the tables. And then you have I've witnessed testimonies from thousands of people. Volunteers. That have been neglected, that no one wants to address. Wouldn't you, with the scales of justice, even be curious of right or wrong or exactly what happened? But, you know, oh, God, that's why you cannot be complacent. And that's why we have to remember anyone can listen at their leisure. Yes, on any a podcast, time. Like Middle Google, of the night. <laughs> I do SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher. I'm still trying to get st- st- Stitcher. Stitcher. Like a stitch. We also would be honored for you to become a partner of the show. Don't be afraid because we're speaking the truth based on biblical principles on what's going on today. By signing up at WeLivingStones.org and click on the donate button. Or faster yet, just go cash app, dollar sign, LivingStones51. Praise God. Or you know what? Call us, 850-219-0091. And when you go to WeLivingStones.org, you can um, uh, contact us by uh, our emails. 
and um, let us know how you're doing. What do you think about our subject matter and some of the topics? You know, because as a pastor and believer, we spend too much time on doing this, doing that, instead of focusing on what our true mission and purpose is here on earth. You know, C.S. Lewis in The Weight of Glory, he states, we are half-hearted creatures fooling around with drink and sex and ambition when infinite joy is offered us. Like an ignorant child who wants to go on making mud pies in the slum because he cannot imagine what is meant by the offer of a holiday at the sea. We are far too easily pleased. And you know C.S. Lewis, he's the one that write, wrote uh, Chronicles of Narnia, but he's known for his Christian faith. And this gentleman was born in 1898, passed on in 1963, and his words are still relevant today, 1963. Mm. He was one of the intellectual giants of the 20th century and arguably one of the most influential writers of his day. He was a fellow, means he was a doctorate and tutor in English literature at Oxford, Oxford. University. <laughs> in England, huh? Yes, until 1954, when he was unanimously elected to the chair of medieval and Renaissance literature at Cambridge University, a position he held until his retirement. He is still, I went to his website. He has a website. He's been dead how many years now? <laughs> His website is still attracting thousands of new readers every year. Hmm. And guess what? To date, the Narnia books have sold over 100 million copies and have been transformed into three major motion pictures. So uh, I'm calling out the boys and girls that are maybe listening with their parents and so forth. Just know that if you have a dream, just keep at it because yeah. here's a gentleman who loved literature and wrote it. And you know out there that you've seen Chronicles of Narnia. So you can do that and look at that. It still is outliving him. Boy, talk about generational wealth. Yes. <laughs> to the to the heirs. Yes, and it sisters. is. That's a quiet money. That yes, it is that no one is talking about. Mm -hmm. So we do not focus on God's magnificent reign while we're in this complacent state because we want to focus on religion. Mm. But you know, we have a whole lot more for you. But before we get started. We want to recognize a longtime sponsor, Dr. Elton Powell, Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. Please call him for an appointment, 850-402-9061, or take time to visit his website at dynamicspineandwellness.com. And we just found out some good news yes. that he is now becoming a medical, medical center. center. So there's going to be a lot more to his more than just chiropractic. But he uses a holistic approach. That's probably why he's doing it now to help your particular ailment. And as a chiropractor, his motto is live happy. Yes, praise God. <laughs> so stay tuned to learn about what earnest contention predicts. We'll be right back. Sometimes it's days, sometimes it's years. Some face a lifetime of falling tears. But he's in the darkness, he's in the cold, just like the morning. 
Anne-Marie Baker and I used to have severe excruciating right arm and neck pain thanks to spinal decompression therapy from Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center I no longer have any pain or discomfort and my issues were resolved without having any surgery Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center has helped me enjoy my life again at Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center we unlock your potential to be the best version of you and build your body to excellent health. Hi, my name is Dr. Powell, and we take pride in giving you fast and friendly service that is tailored to your needs. We provide safe, comfortable, and effective treatments using state-of-the-art equipment. Life is full of adjustments, so get yourself realigned for better, healthier future today. Call 402-9061. That's 402-9061. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. Online at dynamicspineandwellness.com. Tune in to the Stone Builders Hour, a unique talk show hosted by Pastor Gary and Elder JC every Thursday at 5 o'clock on Wave 94.1. Hey, Dads, Pastor Gary here from Living Stones with a fatherhood tip just for you. Did you know on any given day, there are over 2 million children who have a father in prison, which means many children are growing up without their dads. So men, please mentor these children with homework, sports, and church. Reach out to your youth programs in your area and check out our website, welivingstones.org. Welcome back to the Stone Butters Hour with Pastor Gary and my lovely wife, Elder JC. And I want to welcome you back because we're going to talk about earnest contention. That's earnest contention. Praise God. But before I do, hey, we got, mark your calendar, this Saturday, uh, this Saturday, February 27th, uh, Farm Share, uh, along with Living Stones and the Leon County School District, uh, we will be distributing food down at Lively Technical College. So uh, just come on down. When you come down Apple Yard, uh, you make that right right there where uh, between uh, the sign and the apartment complex and just go all, follow the road all the way back and around and uh, and you'll see some signs or some volunteers. Thank God for volunteers yes. that will be there. And uh, we're going to start about 8 a.m., but I suggest getting there a little bit early because as soon as the volunteers pack up enough food, we want to get people in and home so they can enjoy those tasty morsels. And also, uh, Farm Share, we got another one on Saturday, March the 20th, uh, down at Gene Cox Stadium. We uh, That's going to be hosted by Commissioner uh, Bill Proctor, Living Stones, Cumulus. Matter of fact, you should be hearing something on the radio soon and very soon. Uh, once again, Leon County School is going to be giving away face masks along with Capital City uh, Chamber of Commerce and a new partner, uh, Tabernacle Missionary Baptist Church. And again, that one's at 8 o'clock. Got to get there early because Gene Cox Stadium, we're bringing the semi um, the semi truck there, so that's gonna happen. All right, lots of food, lots of food. So the talk about earnest contention, JC. Oh God, mm. let's start with uh, Proverbs thirteen ten, and it states, 
By pride comes nothing but strife, but with the well-advised is wisdom. Mm. Satan has deceived many, <laughs> his imps, his, you know, his little creatures running around, and two-thirds of the angels, millions of people due to his pride and hatred of the Almighty God. We fall into this category when we think more of ourselves perverting our judgment against God. It's called pride. And soon we are in conflict with Jehovah and men. We reject leadership. Our brothers in the faith due to winning an argument is more important than serving the Almighty. Proverbs 28, 25, it states, He who is of a proud heart stirs up strife, but he who trusts in the Lord will be prospered. Is that why we have all this strife? People aren't putting their trust in the Lord? I believe so. Putting it in themselves, putting it in things. That's all part of this whole attitude of contention. Yeah. But our strength, comes from that from earnest contention comes from uh, we're going to talk a little bit from Matthew eighteen seven woe to the world because of offenses mm. for offenses must come but woe to that man by whom the offense comes and it's so funny I remember uh, part of our training when we was at New Dimensions Christian Center remember we brought in the one uh, couple, they were pastors, and they talked about deliverance. Oh, yeah. But the wife was really the one who was uh, providing most of the material. But she said one of the reasons why people need delivered is they take offense. And when you take offense, you try to get back. You try to hit back. You try to make sure that person feels the pain that you're feeling but sometimes we have to deal with those offenses. And, you know, Paul warns us, too, in Ephesians 4.26, anger is so difficult to check. Yes, it is. And when not checked, peace may be broken and bitterness and hatred soon replaces the anger. I think I'm going to have to work on that. We must become peacemakers. Romans 14.19 says, therefore, let us pursue the things which make for peace and the things by which one may edify another. The Father expects us, our God expects us to be earnest in our contention, preaching the gospel as taught to us by the prophets, adding nothing, remember that, or subtracting from the word, and the purity and worship towards him, because that's what he wants, is us to worship him in spirit and in truth. Jude 1.3 states, Beloved, well, I was very diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation. I found it necessary to write to you, exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith, which was once for all delivered to the saints. And remember, Jude is that one book that only has 25 verses. <laughs> it's right before Revelation. It's so powerful. Yes, and they're saying that part of that might have been written around the same time that Second Peter was written. So, you know, some of these might have gotten, you know, the bits and pieces might have gotten separated, but people can relate that back to that time period. So remember, there are not, I repeat, not, not. and I repeat again, Uh-oh. 
not, there are not many paths to God. Only one as the gospel was first preached through his son, Yeshua. Yeah. So I know there are people out there that are saying, well, you know, um, celebrities and such are saying that there are many paths to God, <laughs> many paths to be saved. Yes, no, there is only one. And he says, I am the truth, the light, and the way. No one comes to the Father except, except. through me. You know, I have to go back to review what you said about Ephesians 4.26. Anger is so difficult to check. And when not checked, peace may be broken. And bitterness and hatred soon replaces anger. Mm -hmm. You know, know, we're we're in the middle of the road. Mm -hmm. I can't say we're in the middle of the road. We're not Democrat or Republican. Praise God. We're for God. (laughs) Yes, indeed. We belong to his political party. Thank you. And when I see that... When the the, the the congressional United States Congressional Black Caucus, and now the uh, the NAACP, yes, uh, they are suing former President Trump of uh, using a law that goes back to the 1800s of you know something about the Ku Klux Klan Act, and when I see that you're spending, you're here in a congressional office and. Or you're leading up the NAACP. When I see that you're going after someone that is now in the past, instead of focusing on Black Lives Matter with all the killings, with homelessness, with the food issues that we're having right now, and we're going to have a stimulus bill. You're spending more time than doing that than on the stimulus bill. You know some of the things in that stimulus bill. You know they're they're talking about. Giving money to illegal aliens, you're giving them grants. They're oh, going to give you them can't more- use that word anymore. Remember that cancel culture, cancel culture. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh come on, I'm going to be struggling with this. Yes, one. we all will be. They're talking about giving illegal aliens or illegal people who are coming across the borders more stimulus money than you're going to get with that $1,400. And and so where is the represent, who's representing us uh, there in Washington, D.C. or these community groups? And, and sometimes you got to release and let go. So two things, uh, JC, we must continue to do. Praise God. We got to draw near to the almighty God. Yes. And the second thing, we have to hold fast our confession of faith. You know, taking for granted that we don't have to pray or study the word will take us away from our earnest contention for the Lord. You know, uh, Romans uh, 13, uh, 11 through 14 states, and do this, knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the day, not in revelry and drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust. Uh, It's difficult sometimes to hold to our faith when all the trappings of this world, 
Confusion can set in and turn us from running after God. Hebrews 10, 23 says, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. God is faithful. God is faithful. <laughs> I mean, he is. He never, he never, he always gives us a way of escape and he always protects us as long as we keep our mind focused on him. Keep your mind, keep your eyes focused on things above. Yes. And, and this epistle was written back when Paul, the apostle, was instituting and beginning the church then and folks were falling away from the teachings of Christ. And look at how close they were to that time period. They were just weeks away, months away, years away from the miraculous. Yes. He died on the cross and rose again and and sent his spirit and gave people the ability to speak in tongues. Praise God. Oh God. So when we in this modern world may be so much further from this truth that now wrong is right, up is now down, and good is evil, and an evil good. But remember what Yeshua said that when the apostles were kind of complaining about people and, and when he was going to leave and he said he was going to send a spirit, they were really concerned. They were scared, as a matter of fact. But he says, if you believe mm. now, mm. Just imagine that those people who are going to come so far after you, and I've been long gone, believe. He says, how much power, he says, how much ability, how much is that spirit going to be moved that those people can see the truth and you're seeing it firsthand? Wow. Praise God. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're seeing the truth. And it shall set you free. Yes, it will. In Revelations 2.25, but hold fast. When what you have till I come. Mm. Revelations 3 3. Remember, therefore, how you have received and heard, hold fast and repent. We always talk about that. Repent, keep the commandments. Yes. Therefore, if you will not watch, I will come upon you as a thief, and you will not know what hour I will come upon you. Oh, God. A thief for the night. You yes, see it is. If, if we knew the thief was coming, we'd be barring up our stuff. We'd be prepared. But we don't know when he's coming. So we have to be prepared regardless. Um, it's, you know, we finally come to the least pages of the Bible. I mentioned that earlier, the epistle of St. Jude. This book is only 25 verses long, but what it warns against are false teachers. Yes. God inspired Jude to write this for the end time church. Audience, that's us. We're the end time church. Teachers who are central pervert the truth and are destined for judgment. We must fight against this earnest contention. So I'm going to read you Jude 1, 3. Very short. Yeah. Beloved. While I was very diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation, I found it necessary to write to you, exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith, which was once for all delivered to the saints. So saints out there, 
we have to contend <laughs> earnestly. Too. We got to stay on track mm. because what is it? The devil is going about like a roaring mm. lion seeking whom he can devour. Mm. Well, stay tuned because we're going to come right back to really see what this all kind of balls into. And that one thing is presumptuousness. We presume, yes, it is. We're presuming <laughs> a lot of things about God, ourselves, and how we fit into this picture. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. We lost PJ, we lost C-Dub, and lost Lil' J to these streets, bruh. Got family members on lockdown, I still pray to God to release them. Put my hope in the Father, all these problems just pushing me harder. When I feel like I'm ready to fall out, hit my knees and start crying my heart out. Yeah, shootouts on the corner, daddy got corona trauma singing us to sleep. Yeah, God ain't raise a quitter, this is not the end and we will never be defeated, no. You don't have to fight these battles on your own. God is in control, you gotta know. It ain't over cause you gotta handle hold Let his peace come rushing through your soul If someone loves you, they don't hit you. Hi, this is Dewey Rio with Noble, the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives. Dating or relational violence is an act or threat of violence by one member of a couple against the other person in a relationship. It's also when one partner tries to maintain power and control over the other through abuse or violence. The abuse can include isolating you from others, threatening you, your family, or even themselves if you don't do what they want, physical violence, or sexual acts. This is not about love. It's about control. It's not about anything you did wrong. It's about control. If you're in a relationship like this, you're not alone. There is help. Contact Refuge House, your school guidance counselor, or law enforcement. Just remember, there is help. This message is presented by this radio station and the North Florida chapter of Noble. For more information, visit noblenorthflorida.com, and together we can promote justice by action. Guess who? It's me, Elder JC, asking your support for Livingstone's Parenting Engagement Services. What is it? It will help parents be more active in their children's lives. Other ways to support? Donate online at WeLivingStones.org or call us at 850-219-0091. Remember, your donation is tax deductible. Welcome back. Boy, this is getting real hot in here. Um, oh, Lord. We just want to follow up, though. One of the things that Pastor mentioned early, earlier is about uh, gifting the program, and we would like to continue to be on air, and we know we have faithful followers. We just would like you to see what you what your heart can open up to us to provide um, ongoing um, gifting and donations. And you can do that at our website, WeLivingStones.org, and click the donate button. Yeah, Your faithful donation helps us support the radio show. Uh, we're doing now parenting snippets, snippets that were <laughs> snippets. That's a tough word to say fast uh, on social media platforms. And we are still here to su- serve children and families. That yes. is our it's motto. It's always yeah. been it. And we're not going to ever change that. I wanted to read Psalm 75, 7 through 10, because it gives us an opportunity to really start to look at what we're presuming. 
And it states, Psalm 75, 7 to 10, if you have your Bibles, but God is the judge. He puts down one and exalts another. For in the hand of the Lord, there is a cup and the wine is red. It is fully mixed and he pours it out. Surely its dregs show all the wicked of the earth drain and drink down. But I will declare forever, I will sing praises to the God of Jacob. All the horns of the wicked I will also cut off, but the horns of the righteous shall be exalted. And somehow the cure uh, for presumptuousness behavior is realizing what God has given us. Mm. See, we, we think we've done it all. We think we're we're the baddest and the, and the best of what we do, but... I don't know anyone that can make a tree. Yep. I mean, you can put a seed in the ground. That's right. I don't know anyone that can pull out the sun and make sunshine. You might enjoy it, but we are not God. <laughs> there are no limitations, only limiters, because God, what's, he really wants what's best for us. My mother always said, a bird in the hand is better than two in the bush. Meaning being content with what we have and not worry about something we wish we had. And you know that's so true because sometimes I think a lot of people, even with our dreams, our wishes, our desires, we're so busy wishing that we don't put the work in for what we have right now. Yep, you're right. Presumptuous believers do just that. I want to end with two appropriate verses for this because sometimes, and I know presumptuous, you know, you think about it and you says, well, you know, I presume or I'm thinking about it or I'm kind of wishing for it. But John 4, 34, Jesus or Yeshua said to them, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. And you need to think about that. Are you finishing the work of God? Are you doing the role that he put you here? Not what you desire, but what he really put you here for. Secondly, Psalm 1611, you will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Because remember, this is only a temporary home. We're going to our home in heaven. And one of the things I was reading something else, I'm not sure if we're going to bring that up later, but I I had to wonder and think about why is it that God's going to open up, he's going to come back, he's going to give us a thousand year reign with him being there, and he's got to let the devil out one more time. Uh (laughs) And I'm going, well, wait a minute, if I'm in the presence of God for a thousand years, enjoying glory, and the devil comes out, why would I why would I even go back? Why would I even think about that I want to go back? But he is still giving you free will to make it's that choice pride. once again. It's I'm still pride. mad at, I'm still mad at Adam and Eve. What the heck were you thinking about? Oh, God. <laughs> Woo. So ladies and gentlemen, you need to think about that. You know, because true happiness in life does not automatically result from making a good living. Mm. Rather, they are a blessed byproduct of making a good life with the Almighty as our leader. If one devotes their life to doing God's will, 
satisfaction and contentment will be his fruit. You know, just like in First uh, Corinthians says in seven seventeen through twenty four, but as God has distributed to each one, mm. as the Lord has called each one, so let him walk. And so I ordain in all the churches. Was anyone called while circumcised? Let him not become uncircumcised. Was anyone called while uncircumcised? Let him not be circumcised. Circumcision is nothing, and uncircumcision is nothing, but keeping the commandments of God is what matters. Let each one remain in the same calling in which he was called. Were you called while a slave? Did you not concern about it? But if you can be made free, rather use it. For he who is called in the Lord while a slave is the Lord's free man. Yes. Likewise, he who is called while free is Christ's slave. Go ahead, Paul. You were brought at a price. Do not become slaves of men. Brethren, let each one remain with God in that state in which he was called. Oh, praise God. I, I just have to share this story. Uh, growing up, and of course, you always tease me about being Paul, no O-R in the poor. Um, but it was interesting how my dad could get all over town. You know, now they're called Ubers and uh, we had jitneys and things like that. But he never paid. He was a thumb man. He would stick out his thumb and flag down people to get to yes to get to his uh, destination. And I just thought of that. You know, we talk about if you get the calling when you're a slave, you do the best because you're a free man. And so my dad was always free. I never. It always boggled my mind how we. And sometimes a couple of us kids, we couldn't all go together, but a couple of us would be with him and he would flag people down. But he was such a conversationalist. I mean, he'd get in the car and when we left those people, he had to have left something with them. So that is what Paul was talking about. That just, in my mind, just at that minute came back to how my dad was. He flagged me a couple times. Yes, he did. <laughs> that was before we were, before we were, I knew him before I knew her. Yep. Praise <laughs> God. Everybody knew Mr. Gamboa. Yes, they did. <laughs> he was, it was a good story there. Yes, Praise God. And he got all around town. Yes, he did. And he had people take him out their way. Yes. Yes, he did. <laughs> his destination. It would drive my mom crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God for Joe Gamboa. So let us compare our life just like we were looking at uh, Joe Gamboa's life, J.C.'s daddy, with one of the most prolific prolific writers in the gospel, that's Paul. And looking back over his life, he stated in 2 Timothy 4, 6-7, for I am already being poured out as a drink offering. Yes. He's just liquefied. Yes. And the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Praise God. God bless you. He had done a great work for God throughout his life. He had gone from persecuting the church to being his greatest champion Mm -hmm. and getting the gospel preached throughout the Gentile world. That's Rome. Also Israel, too. He had a lot of Gentiles around there. Paul wrote 14 books of the Bible. 
converted how many believers and established unknown number of churches? How do we compare with Paul in doing this all through being persecuted, almost drowned, stoned, and jailed? If you are content, you are not presumptuous. A contented person is satisfied. That's basically what the word means. A contented person is satisfied with his position with what life has dealt him. Or we could say one's lot in life. He's happy where God has put him and he doesn't ask for more, but he's willing to fulfill that task. Fulfill that lot to the best of his ability and not ask anything more. He's not trying to have notoriety or fame. He doesn't even need to be accepted all the time. A person who is truly content is never, never presumptuous. And that was my dad. Everyone loved him. He was and a humble every, man. Yes, he was. He, but he allowed himself to be susceptible to whatever his lot was and the fact that he was content. I, I, like I said, and you said he got all over town. He knew he people had that- a suit and tie on, Yes, too. he did. <laughs> <laughs> we need to maybe go back to those yeah, days. He, he always did. Said he yes. always had a suit and tie. That he felt that you had to be dressed for success. He <laughs> <laughs> go around Pittsburgh. Go ahead, give Joe Gamboa. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, you have those who are sometimes too big for the britches. Mm. That's a colloquial term. My mom would always say to say to us when we presume we knew what our parents wanted or needed, mm. or we were going to tell them what they could do, or how come you're doing this and how come you're doing that. When it comes down to is taking upon oneself the authority to do something that has not been given at all. Because, you know, we, we always talk about a lot of pastors are out there, mm-hmm. but they may not have necessarily been called by God. Uh-oh. You know, we talk about false teachers, Uh-oh. false preaching. And also leaders. And yes. Politicians. Yes. And so all teachers. Of, yes. Professors. So you have to look at it. Are you too big for your britches? Uh-oh. Or has someone else given you that calling? You know, because when God calls you, you know it. When we started this ministry, Living Stones, we didn't look at it as a church, that we were going to have a building, that we were going to have pews, that we were going to have people in those pews. We were looking at the hurting within our community. And the businesses that we had and the type of business we had, we saw it across the nation. And so we wanted to change that dynamics, not the dynamics that we needed a bigger and bigger building, but to do outreach. And so that's how Living Stones was birthed. Yeah. Um, Thank you, Lord. Yeah. So, you know, another way of putting it is, are we acting or reaching above one station? You know, you think you're too good for everything. Or uh, some people say that you're stuck up, but there's a different philosophy when you're doing it and you're not in the right place. It is going beyond one's office or position and taking upon oneself things that are not your own. Because, you know, sometimes you're doing things because either other people are doing it or I'm trying to keep up with the Joneses or I'd like that and I want to do that. And that's another thing people would always do is ask us, how did you do that? 
<laughs> How do you go into business? How do you do that? How do you get those grants? How do you do? Because we do the work. Because yeah. God is directing us to know that's what we need to be doing. We see this as various serious sin. It's like taking matters into your own hands. You know, you wouldn't treat yourself if your your arm was broke and you're not the doctor. (laughs) Um, You wouldn't want to see do it if um, you're supposed to be working on uh, uh, electrical lines if you don't have the experience. So it's the same way with God. He gives you your need. You know, we always do it the American way. Right, right, Um, right. The great sinner for presumptuousness is Lucifer. Oh, him again? Yes, Satan. I was enjoying the conversation. The devil. Hey, he's he's just as much a problem as it is today. So Isaiah 14, 12 says, How you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. Mm. I mean, he was known as son of the morning. Do you know how bright (laughs) that is? But... God said, how you are cut down to the ground, you who weaken the nations. And I think we need to really look at how our nation right now is weakened. Yeah, yeah it truly has. But uh, hey, stay tuned. Uh, we're going to hear more about contented lives because our nation is truly divided. Uh the right, the left, the people in the middle, and the silent majority that yes. you don't hear anything about. And all I know is that people are getting canceled. Some people's credit card information is going out there. Home phone numbers are going out there. Mm. And some people are being persecuted because of their beliefs. And I'm talking about somebody who might live next door, Uh and just because they believe don't mean they should be persecuted because soon and very soon it's going to be like things are happening in the past in Germany. Sounds like, I was just going to say, sounds like uh, Hitler is on his oh, way. God. But stay tuned and we'll be right back. Somebody with a hurt that I could have helped. Somebody with a hand that I could have helped. When I just can't see past myself, Lord, help me be a little more like mercy. A little more like grace, a little more like kindness, goodness, love and faith, a little more like patience, a little more like peace, a little more like Jesus, a little less like me. Tune in to the Stone Builders Hour, a unique talk show hosted by Pastor Gary and Elder JC every Thursday at 5 o'clock on Wave 94.1. Hey dads, Pastor Gary here from Living Stones with a fatherhood tip just for you. Fathers have the most influence over their children. So dads, please spend as much time as you can while your children are growing up because after all, they want to be just like you. For more information, visit our website, welivingstones.org. Welcome back. Uh, Welcome back. Uh, We're talking about contented lives, Elder JC and myself. I pray that you're uh, opening up your uh, your minds to uh, the word 
And because we covered a lot of ground working towards earnest contention, a presumptionist, and now the end result of this contended life. A great example, you can find it in Ezekiel, Ezekiel 28, 12 through 15. It states, Son of man, take up a lamentation for the king of Tyre, oh, Lucifer, yes. and say to him, Thus says the Lord God, You were the seal of perfection, full of mm. wisdom and perfect in beauty. You were in Eden. Oh, he was there from the very beginning. Yes, he was. The garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering. The sardius, the topaz, diamonds, beryl, mm. onyx, and jasper, sapphire, turquoise. There's more. There's even more diamonds. Yes. Even more jewels. Emerald with gold. The workmanship of your timbers and your pipes. Oh, you have such beautiful music. That's why they wrap all this music today. Yes, yeah, got to be go careful. From, I got sunshine. Mm. I love you, dear, to B-H. Oh, you know. Oh, God. Oh, you know, you were prepared for you on the day you were created. You had it all. You were the anointed cherub who covers the almighty established you. You were on the holy mountain of God. You walked back and forth in the midst of fiery stones. You were perfect in your ways from the day you were created till an equity was found in you. He, his own splendor blinded him to what was real and true. What was real and true is that the Almighty is always going to be on top. Amen. He's always going to be the authority, and no thing that has been created can supplant the Creator. He's the master architect. Yes, he is. You see, angels were created to be servants, ministering spirits. They were supposed to serve the Almighty, but ultimately, they were created to serve us man. Those whom God has called to salvation. That's uh, only those who are called to salvation. Uh, better get that. Uh -oh, uh -oh. <laughs> okay, because he knew about that. Okay. Other, yes, he did. Yeah, he knew from the beginning on, on how man has fallen. So our contended lives bring in pride that ultimately will bring sin, then death. Oh, that promised land. 144,000. Like yes. Satan, we overestimate our own importance. Many of us believe we are being treated unfairly. Uh-oh, cancel costs. Yes. Yeah. Everybody's pointing that finger. Mm -hmm. First of all, we think that we are something, and then we think, well, we haven't gotten all the breaks. He hasn't treated me like he's treated so-and-so. Always looking at the grass is always greener on the other side. Yep. Remember the Apostle Paul said that, those who compare themselves among themselves are not wise. How true, how true. And then when you were talking about sharing phone numbers and people's confidential information, at one point, you didn't even share what you made with each other because that was something that was held to your breast. Yeah. And now everybody wants to be the same. And it doesn't work like that. God didn't create everything the same. Right. So, Pastor, I'm assuming you're saying we should be content. Mm. I don't believe we have to settle. Let's just face that. But when life deals you lemons, you make what? Lemonade. Lemonade. So Hebrews 13.5 says, let your conduct be without covetousness. Finally got JC. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> but be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you 
nor forsake you. What a promise. Yes, it is. And I, I tell you, as I've always stated, that when I'm writing out my bills or writing out those checks or writing online, that God, as I write this out, I know you're going to replace it. So the end result of many false teachings is our own inadequacies yes. because we're got what? Itching ears, because we only want to hear what what folks are saying that we can listen to and not the truth. Those who argue against the doctrines of God and against the church are discontent. They may have already gone into presumptuousness. They're trying to use their godliness, little g, to get some sort of advantage or gain for themselves. The motives on the surface may appear that they're trying to be godly, little g, but Paul says here that under all of that, the real motive is to get something. And one thing I always uh, believed and tried to do um, is make sure that you're always serving well and doing well because that will come back to you. And it's not no karma. That's not what I'm talking about. Right. I'm talking about, because one of the things I always tell people, people says, well, you know, someone wronged you or somebody did something to you. I just try to observe it and just absorb it and just pray to God because, you know, God always fights my battles. So I know he's going to take care of it. He's like the mom in the kitchen. That's right. Making up the stuff and taking it. But if we read 1 Timothy 6, 3 through 8, It says, if anyone teaches otherwise and does not consent to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, Yeshua, and to the doctrine what accords with godliness, little g, because we are to be godly, he is proud, knows nothing, but is obsessed with disputes and arguments over words from which come envy, strife, reviling, evil suspicions, useless wranglings of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth, Mm. who suppose that godliness is a means of gain. From from such withdraw yourself. Now godliness, little g, with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world and is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and clothing... With these, we shall be content. And it's just like anything else. When you're looking at certain situations, um, sometimes, you know, especially in relationships, sometimes men just or have their little compartment boxes and women <laughs> were thinking they're, they're doing something else. But the thing is, communication is key. And then you need to really look how you're seeing yourself. Because if you're okay with yourself, then you know that your relationship is building on that, not on, mm, I think, what's he doing? What's he doing? What's he doing? And you're going to build yourself into a panic. Praise God. This was written how long ago? Yes, I know. <laughs> it sounds like it's for us, but it is. He said, Jude said, it's for the end time church. And we are that church yes. today. So don't believe it's only money or greed. It may be favor, respect from someone you admire. It could be having authority or a particular job that commands authority. It's Jehovah who places one in position, not man. Yes. So Jehovah takes seriously one who argues against his teachings because he did not give that man or woman that position. They are being presumptuous. 
So to desire a certain position is not a bad thing. Right. But your motive must be clear that to do so is lining up with Jehovah's word and doing it in a godly fashion, like going to school, uh, studying, yes, uh, filling out the application, uh, doing the work, work. experience, <laughs> trying to, you know, right now, you know, people are going to be put placed in positions by man, whether or not they qualify or not. That's true. Just because their political situation. And so is that best for you or best for our nation or is it best for those people that is going to be served? So just know that keep your eyes on things above and cease pray unceasingly. Get your prayer, get that dust off of your prayer closet. Well, you know, when they talk about, when you say that about positions and people giving positions because of their affiliations, um, I believe that's where the Peter principle comes in yeah. because people get in those positions, can't handle them, and then things fall apart or begin to look at some of the situations that we're going to have with some of the bills that are going to be refuted by this current administration over the past administration. And just look at the money we spent, for example, the wall that we spent in building it. Now we're spending money to tear it down. So if I'm, <laughs> if this is my home, I don't build a, a fence and then go and tear it down like within a few months because I don't agree or I'm going to cancel the culture of where I'm living. It makes no sense. And all I can see is I just want to know who's paying for all this. <laughs> and I think about what happened in Texas uh, with the peril yes, of nature. Yes. And I compare that with uh, Florida. Apparently, we here in Florida have a lot of folks in place who can handle a disaster yes. and meet that need of the disaster fairly quickly. I think uh, Texas was caught off guard. Yes, they were. And they showed some of the inadequacies of the infrastructure that they have from people to, nope, somebody not servicing those machines, Jeez, those windmills wheels. and winterizing. Oh, my goodness. Because you live in that warm climate, I mean, you weren't expecting. That's when the unexpected, that's what... Didn't he say he's going to come like a thief, thief at in the night? night? Ooh, so. Peter Principal, Peter oh. Principal. <laughs> so I believe that in due course, when we do it God's way, He exalts us in due season. That's why I never worried about promotions and things that happen. Right. We just do the work because when we do the work, we know God's going to promote us. First Corinthians twelve eighteen says, "But now God has set the members, each one of them." In the body, just as he pleases. So we're 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 we're, we're right. We're supposed right to be. Now. Yes, we are. So stay tuned. We're coming to the conclusion of part three: part complacency three. and Christianity. And no, Pastor, we're not doing a fourth <laughs> part. <laughs> okay. So we will be right back to have the conclusion of this series. Blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Hey, dads, Pastor Gary here from Living Stones with a fatherhood tip just for you. Dads make a valuable contribution to the well being of their children, such as promoting healthy physical, emotional, 
social, and spiritual development. So dads, start today to be the best father you can be. Also, check out our website, welivingstones.org. Welcome back. We are coming to the end of this series. Uh, I'm just getting warmed up. <laughs> but as people of God, we always believe we deserve better. Yep. And that's okay to believe to believe that. When Pastor and I were in our business, the greatest challenge was making sure individuals had the training to provide our industry, which was transportation, quality installations, and on-time completions. Yeah, you had, had that done. Yes, we did. And because of the industry, we also had that safety factor. Yeah. What was also a challenge were the number of individuals who claimed to have the experience, <laughs> didn't, couldn't even use a screwdriver, and wanted to be paid more than anybody else for that experience. Thank God my husband could have those individuals perform duties and within a few days could tell if they were able to make the cut for the team. And trust me. One reason why is that there was nothing, there was no scope of work that I did not know in the business. So that allowed me to evaluate anybody else. If you can, if I can do it better, faster than you, then you got issues with me. All right. And you can't pull the wool over the sheep's eyes That's when what, you know the process. All right. The same is true of us as believers. We make too many presumptions and not have the true credentials as men and women of God. So we need to start looking at our conscience. Believers who believe the lie, we are bigger than we are, have all the answers, and dear, dear God himself <laughs> The Almighty to question our motives or our readiness, we must be out of, as my friend used to say, out of our ever living minds. More like the man in Matthew 13, 24 through 25, another parable he put forth to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field, while but while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tears among the wheat and went his way trying to mess up his crop but to solve the issues of the tears what did the guy do he said he was let them grow among his good seed and when it was time he knew to pull one out and put into the fire listen put into the fire and the other he harvested for good eats oh praise god so remember our fight is not with god or you yes but in a spiritual warfare, Ephesians 6.12, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. We will not see Satan for whom he really is until his second thousand year reign yes. to give everyone the opportunity to see him. What he is, a deceiver, a loser, a liar, a counterfeiter, and a perverter of truth. So I say, help us, Lord. But you know, I got to say, we're the Amplified Bible in uh, Luke uh, 6, 42. And it says, how can you say to your brother, brother, allow me to take out that speck that is in your eye. When you yourself do not see the log that is in your own eye. (laughs) You hypocrite, play actor, pretender. First take the log out of your own eye 
and then you will see clearly to take out the speck that is in your brother's eye. Wow. So that goes back to you who cast the first stone. stone. Yes. Are you without sin? So, ladies and gentlemen, we're not going to do part four, praise God. Yes. We'll come back. We're not going to be, we're contented with where we are, and we just have to rely on the Lord to take us to that next level. Just stay tuned. Remember, uh, check us out on SoundCloud. Uh, uh, Podcast. Just go podcast. Put in the Stone Builders Hour. We're going to be there. Uh, Spotify, tune in, Google Music, Stretch iTunes. iTunes. We're going to yes. be there. And also, don't forget to go by WeLivingStones.org uh, to um, join us as a partner to keep the program going. Praise God. So, until next week, we're out. God bless you all. Bye.